is the Minimal Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Kamahoro. And let's get into this episode. So, I just want to give a background of who I am and where I started this podcast. So, I'm a 16-year-old girl who is still in Olevo, if you can call it that, if you know. I'm still in Olevo and I started this podcast because I felt I've always loved the art of content creating and I really felt this was a very good fit for me since I also love talking and I also got so inspired whenever I listen to podcasts like Anything Goes by Emma Chamberlain and The Mindset Mentor by Rob Dial. I feel his podcast has such a general overall strong message and it's such a very good podcast. So I'll link I'll link in the description my podcast that I not my podcast, the podcast I love listening to every week whenever an episode comes out yeah i am the first there so that one those ones you'll check out and also one of another re- one of the other reasons as to why i started this podcast is because i have f- felt like i've grown so much in like such a long time and i feel like these things need to be shared like there aren't things that are always talked about or what and some of them are like social commentary things things i just love putting up essays and finding out about random topics and why they may have failed and whatnot so yes so let's get into this segment today i'm talking about how to have a monthly reset so why would you have a monthly reset? Me, I think, generally think, and I honestly think that a monthly reset is just so, it really helps you inside. It really pre- prepares you for a successful month and it just helps you to just overall keep the good energy for the next month and have it for the full month because you know, we have to always keep our vibrations high. So one of the things I would suggest doing is first having planning either the month or the week. I feel this really, it just, it just helps calm your mind because we have so many distractions these days. We have so many distractions even family members can distract us there are too many distractions around us that we end up getting overwhelmed about the things that we have to do or the things that we haven't done it really just makes us be in that low state a gloomy state whenever a lot of things come your way like let's suppose let me put in a situation that you're studying at school you and you have a job so when you have a job you have other obligations to this job but then your teacher has given you all these assignments to do or all this work you have to research and whatnot and other chairs keep on adding 
and other things happened so i think planning for our months and our weeks really helps us to remove the sense of being overwhelmed because we get to see we get to see every day what i do i need to do for the week for the day and for the month so it really helps you that even when things are thrown your way which are unexpected you can deal with them because you know you can easily maybe push something to the side or add something to the side so it really helps you just to be generally overall be organized and i feel being organized just helps the mind because we our minds are thinking 24 7 and some of the things that stress us are many things that we have to do or we claim that we have to because no one anyway is forcing you but many things we are obligated to do so how i would suggest that you plan for your month you'd like sit down on like a saturday or sunday and think about what is it that i must do next week and on which days or if it's a month sit down what do i have to do in the month you list down like things like birthdays visits for friends work that you need to do everything you have to list it down so it generally helps also in an aspect of like let's suppose you're a person who gets how can i say you're this type of person let's suppose when a person calls you to her for plans you might forget that you had something that day because you didn't write it down so it helps with that it helps you know what you have to do and when you have to do it so that if you get plans or if something comes up you can easily work around it and maybe rain check it another day so how i would suggest is that mainly just sit down you can get a physical thing like a physical planner of like a week or a month but me i use google calendar because i can i see my calendar every day on google calendar and i use notion also i i may explain notion later on but just search up notion and have it as a chrome extension or you can even have it on your phone and your laptop yeah you can download the app but it really just helps me now like in my notion i can actually have like my to do that to the checking boxes yeah you know what i'm talking about so i can just write down there if it's like saying affirmations once or if it's like when i'm in class and the teacher has given an assignment or homework that i need to do today or that it's i just put them there the things i put in my monthly plan i think would be like birthdays or personal goals that i set deadlines towards so you can just sit down plan out your week what you need to do if it's revision if it's studying if it's just working if it's when you're on the grind and the hustle it just really helps you stay organized and it just helps your mind so that's what i would do for planning i think the second tip i would give you on a monthly reset would be having your room deep cleaned just having your room deep cleaned we don't all have our rooms cleaned 24 7 because there are things like clothes shoes whatever everywhere our rooms are places 
where maybe some we some people don't necessarily take that much attention to because maybe they just come here to sleep so they leave things around and that note because we are not always in our rooms 24 7 it can actually get a lot it can actually get messy so messy so first i would say you do a deep clean it can be deciding maybe that you know what today i'm going to vacuum and mop i'm even going to scrub because me sometimes my mom tells us you know you have to scrub the room eh, that, that thing is hard but still you have to do it so just generally cleaning even it, necessarily, it can't necessarily be cleaning because you could have a clean room but let's suppose like your wardrobe or your desk or your shelf is disorganized you can reorganize those things and reassess i think it also helps you in reassessing because sometimes we have more things than we think that we need and it just be giving us stress so i'm just going to give that example you are in your room you wake up and the first thing you see is a pile of clothes you see a pile of clothes that's probably maybe dirty pile of clothes that's clean what the room is disorganized and cluttered that also means that when they say actually when your your room is disorganized and cluttered or you're living in an area that isn't organized and arranged that that's how even your thoughts are your thoughts are cluttered and they are also you don't think clearly because those elements are bringing you stress and you don't know that's why whenever you've gone through like a cleaning or whenever you've taken down some things you just generally feel like you've had a weight lifted off your shoulders especially after you've cleaned your room you'll be staring at the room it's so clean and you just feel so good so a clean room equals a clear mind so it can also you know sitting down and open your wardrobe and taking out things that you no longer wear and just removing them because sometimes you have things we just don't wear i'm just going to be honest you have things in your wardrobe that you don't wear you look at the thing every day but you think it's very valuable in your life so you just keep it but sometimes we have outgrown these things and we have outgrown these styles and perspectives in our lives that we no longer need so if it could even just be taking out one shot it generally helps you feel good and at the end of the day most especially if you're going to give out these clothes to like people or if you are going to sell them online or something but that's just really it's really good for your mind it's therapeutic in a way and yeah so for my third point i would be like setting personal goals for yourself we all know what I mean now. Like, this is very direct. You have to set personal goals. No, okay, no, you don't have to, but you can want. You can sit down and think what is at least maybe three things I would want to achieve in this month. It could be within your school. It could be within your work. It could just be in personal growth and development. It could be like for your parent it could be like for the society it could be for anything but you sit down and think what can i achieve this month to make it really a fulfilling month so and this also helps with purpose because the way i feel it helps with purpose is that when you sit down and let's suppose you think about something you want to do 
because sometimes we are always talking to people and we are always and always talking to people about the things that going that go on in our lives and sometimes before you know it some somewhere along the line people discourage us people tell us you know what you can't do this or you can't be this or what and i'm sure you know you know the type of person i'm talking about either friend family or even acquaintance or even someone you just know you just know you aren't like friends but you maybe told them one time what you wanted to do and they were like neither that thing didn't work for me or what so just sitting down and uh, thinking about what you as you you as one person want to achieve any in any area because at the end of the day we all have different dreams and we all have a different meaning of success so sitting down and setting goals and when you're setting those goals i think you should set deadlines and when you're setting the deadlines i think it also makes it easier for you at least to try and accomplish break down your goals into smaller parts so that you can make it easy for you to accomplish it every day so let's suppose if you have a very big goal you should break it down into parts you should smaller parts things which can be hand done every day because at the end okay for most of us i know is that we can't be just focused on our goals all the time there are other things that we have to do and other obligations that we have to do so i would not necessarily think that you're going to be there thinking and doing your goals for you to do them in these such big steps so to make it easier for you you'd want to maybe just sit down and break them down into smaller parts divide them into something that you can handle every day because like in atomic habits how the author said i don't remember his name but i've read that book he said you would rather become one percent better every day and have a steady growth rather than trying to have a you do like um, a large amount of the goal that you wanted today but then because it's so heavy on you you don't feel like doing it the next time around so i feel that's also a good way and yeah in goal setting also remember you have to enjoy the process not focusing so much on the end goal so that's point number three point number four i think journaling 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 about anyway i don't know how to pronounce that word but journaling about the previous month having some bit of self-reflection if you had goals in the previous month did you achieve them and if you didn't achieve them why was that or how can you achieve them this month then also generally just having these general prompts that you maybe you can do every day or just checking in with yourself mentally sometimes you don't check in with ourselves we don't know what's going on with our minds so i think people who don't regularly journal maybe you can try doing it once a week or once a month where you just sit down and ask yourself what are the things i'm grateful for or you can just sit down and write down your thoughts this is actually a very good thing for when you're feeling overwhelmed you should write down about what you're thinking about 
what is it that i'm thinking about constantly you write it down every feeling nothing is insignificant it's just not insignificant you should write it down and let it all out so that you can stop thinking about it and so that you can have a clearer mind which raises your vibration so yeah in the journaling aspect i would have if you're doing like a monthly journaling prompt i would think you first ask yourself um what is it that i've really been grateful for this month then you can probably do some shadow work but that's a topic for another day i can't get into that so you can do like shadow work you can write down affirmations and you can write down your future goals things which maybe you don't plan on doing right now but things you see yourself in the future or things that are things that you see yourself doing in the future it doesn't have to be tomorrow it doesn't have to be next week just writing them down and leaving them there if you know it's something like if you write down when i uh at 22 i want to be rich i want to have these kids writing those things down things which don't necessarily i think need you to have the energy and the time right now or need you to focus so much on the end goal things that you can just write down manifest and yeah set your future goals so i can put for you some general prompts links in the description and yeah that's what i'll do so then my fifth tip is actually prioritizing your self-care guys we don't take care of ourselves enough we just don't and that's why we are always just feeling so stressed we just don't we are constantly doing work or doing something that we have never set out time for ourselves and i think when you think about self-care i'm not only meaning like the superficial things like you know getting your nails done her face mask what those things we see on the internet yeah those are part of self-care but that can't be self-care for everyone what i do for self-care isn't what you're going to do for self-care and we just have to accept that so i think for self-care we can be like if there was something we all know that thing that we used to do probably it's a hobby or something that we used to do when we were younger that we dropped so i think self-care you add that in or if it's something that you like doing all the time but you haven't necessarily been feeling like you've been putting your energy 100 percent into that area so like let's take for example reading i have a friend who reads a lot so i would must i know that's like a bit of her self-care reading i know that in the time that she has not probably been uh, being been reading eh, banai. i mean i know that probably in the times that she hasn't been reading or in the times that she does not have time for it and brushed away because there are other important things to do maybe she gets back to it so those really help with internally so again it could be anything for someone it could be painting their nails and someone could be getting a face mask 
someone it might be picking up an instrument they last pl- played four years ago and i think another person it will generally just be sitting down and breathing in no things that you love to do it can be cooking it can really anything that for you you call me time what i do when i'm alone not what i do with this person what i do for this what i do for my goals no it has to be what for you call as if your leisure time but not exactly leisure because most of our leisure time is being on our phones and i don't think being on our phones is self-care at all because it's just not so think about something that you love doing when no one is around it's just about you what would you do when you say that i have decided this time is for myself think about it and then start implementing it in like your day or week i'm just saying that helps your mental health just go on a high peak i think also another one because in self-care i would say getting a new hobby or picking up on old ones it's very good because it helps you like if you had a hobby when you were younger and you dropped it or you stopped doing it it helps you remember how easy times were when you are a child it's always about getting back to that inner child so getting a new hobby like I recently, because when I was younger, I used to love knitting and crocheting, but I had dropped that skill because of because I changed to a boarding school. So since I dropped that, but then because of this lockdown and the quarantine, actually at the beginning of this year, I got into I got back into that, and it was just so good for me. It was really good for me. Or you can decide to pick up a new hobby. For me, a new hobby was that I just started trying to incorporate some working out throughout my week because, man, working out just raises our moods and whatnot. So, yeah, pick up on a whole old hobby or just get a new one. There are so many things to do. You can eat, you can do what. But need the one I know you can swim, you can do yoga. There are so many and i think the last point that i have is changing up your environment or routine i think this is so good because i'd watch actually a recent video as i was doing my research on this and also from the things that i normally do this one girl on her youtube i don't remember how it, i don't follow her so i don't remember her so she had said I can do simple things like changing my wallpaper because I have probably seen this wallpaper for weeks. Am I the only person who has a wallpaper like for three months and I would go unnoticed and unbothered about it? But I think when you, in fact, I changed my wallpaper after seeing that video because it gives me something different to look at every day. So let's suppose you had this one picture for so long. It actually, it helps you change up your way because sometimes we feel like we are trapped in our certain lifestyles and things that we do every day. And actually that makes time move faster. So when you change up your environment, 
it could be like even pushing your bed to a different side of the room changing up the way you organize your clothes um even just changing your bed sheets on a weekly basis or however much time it takes to change your bed sheets just changing them putting new ones it makes you feel like you're not living in a single area where everything is the same and i also would say for like the same thing as routine you should change up your routine if you feel like every day you're doing the same thing you should ask yourself what can i do different i think also that comes in the aspect of when you have your goals and you add something different or it could be just that okay today i'm going to wake up earlier and make my coffee i'll add my creamer and this and i'll maybe just go outside and walk outside a bit so changing up the things that you do even the problem is changing your environment has a lot but even me i can say like like just changing the wallpaper on your phone can be enough so yeah those are the tips and the points that i have for you if you enjoyed this or if you picked up something from this be sure to just leave me a comment on like the minimal chick dot podcast ig and yeah leave a review probably on anchor or wherever you're hearing this from yeah thank you so much i'll see you next time